Here's Steph Curry with the shot. Ben cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 133 of Curry in the Pot. I'm your host, I'm your guy, Mike Curry, and I'm back here. I'm back with another episode, another quarantine-style mailbag episode. Took a little bit of time off, man. Just didn't feel right putting out content um, after everything that's been going on, man. You know, George Floyd, you know, rest in peace. Breonna Taylor, rest in peace. Um, my thoughts and my heart is with you all, man, with you and your families, rather. And everything that was just going on the last couple of weeks was just was just real heavy for me. I just... Just didn't feel right putting out content, man. I just wanted to just take a breather and just get my mind right, honestly, man. Just get my mind right, really. So, but as always, man, we still are in the midst of a pandemic, man. We're still in the midst of COVID-19. So I do want to encourage everybody to continue to stay home, continue to be safe. And my heart is out to all the essential workers, man. All the doctors, all the lawyers, all the nurses. I said lawyers. Doctors, nurses. And people handling food, people handling mail, just anybody that still continue, um, still continue to work. Um, my heart is with you, man, and my thoughts are with you. But I know things are starting to open back up, but I still encourage everyone to still be safe because you just never know, man. You really just never know. So everybody continue to be safe, man. But I'm back, man. I'm back, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm here to answer you guys' questions, man. I'm here to answer you guys' questions. I see my T-shirt um, pretty much pretty much gave the green light to my man Jalen Hunter to ask me a question. Um, so the first question of the night is expectations of Drew Locke's second year. My expectations is I think I think um I think he has to perform because the Broncos have put some more weapons around them. You know, they signed Melvin Gordon over the offseason. They also have, um, they drafted Jerry Judy. They still have Phillip Lindsey. Um, they drafted another tight end in the draft. My man, Albert O, they have Noah Fan in year two. Um, Corlin Sutton had a big year last year, man. I think he can definitely build upon that. And on the defensive side of the ball, the team is still pretty formidable. You know, you got Von Miller. You have Bradley Chubb coming back off an of injury. You also have Jarrell Casey. Um, they also went out and traded for A.J. Boye. So I like the moves that they did in the offseason, and I was also um, a fan of their draft. So my expectations for Drew Locke, man, I think I think the Broncos, they're my, they're, my, um, they're my sleeper team for next year, man. I think they could definitely make the playoffs. They're in the division. Obviously, Kansas City is the front runner, but there's no clear-cut number two. The Chargers are still relevant. Um, the Raiders are still kind of relevant as well. But I think the Broncos are a team that's ready to take that next leap, man. They started off really, really bad last year. I think they were like 2-5 and five until Drew Locke started playing. And, you know, we saw what the Broncos could do, man. And they were even in a lot of games last year. Like, they lost a lot of a lot of um, close games. So I think that Drew Locke will be really good in year two. And not, not really good. I'm not saying, like, he'll take, like, a Mahomes leap. But I'm saying like a Josh Allen Bills type of leap. I can definitely see that type of thing happening for the Broncos and also for Drew Locke. Great question, sir. Next question. Well, more like a statement. Uh, B. Jones said that Roger Goodell said a team should sign Kaepernick, man. I would love to see it. I don't know if it will happen. I don't know what team would do it. But... It's about time, man. It's about time. And ironically, you know, the same stuff that Colin Kaepernick took a knee for is at the forefront of the world today. Media, sports, just the world today. The same things that he was taking a knee for at the forefront, man. Everything has come back full circle. Um, a team should sign him. I know he hasn't played in quite some time, but, um, you know, he, he's won some games, man. He's, he's been, you know, a proven guy in this league. Definitely um, took the 49ers to the Super Bowl. And, yeah, man, I definitely think he should get signed, man. But it's the same old story. But I hope to see some real change. Um, next question is by my guy Slap, man. He said, how realistic is the whole top athlete to an HBCU movement? Um, Honestly, to me, in my opinion, it's to be determined. It remains to be seen. Mikey Williams 
is a top player who has spoken out about it. But Mikey Williams is also class of 2023. Now, we're in 2020, and 2020 has felt like five years. So 2023 is quite a ways away. Um, you know, he has said, and I feel like I feel like he's he, he's been definitely been educated properly. And I know his mom has ties to HBCU, but I believe it's Hampton. But that's still that's still a ways away. You know what I'm saying? So he's definitely you know shared his thoughts on today's climate. But I I don't know how I don't know how real it is. I, I really don't. I'm hoping to see some change because. That would be huge. That would definitely be huge, man. You get to see, you know, the black schools at the forefront, you know, because if, if, let's just say one recruiting class. And let's just say, you know, I don't know, five top 50 all chose like the same HBCU. That would be huge. That would be major. That would be major. Now, we all know the NCAA is, is, is full of it. And, they, you know, they would probably try to throw some type of rule after it happens but but if um you know top players were to go to a hbcu i think that would be great i don't know how real it is because like i said mikey williams is the only guy who really really has talked about it and like i said man he's class of 2023 i would love to see it i would definitely love to see it but we just gotta see my guy jalen said thoughts on ezekiel elliott getting covid um don't really have any real major thoughts about it um because nobody's immune to this nobody's immune to this you know we're all humans he's just a millionaire that plays on a marquee franchise um but you know i do hope that he gets well man i definitely do hope that he get that he gets well because like i said man this COVID is a real thing i know stuff is reopening but let's just be mindful let's just be careful and let's all continue to be safe Next question. Thoughts on Kyrie and other players not wanting to start the season? Um, My thoughts, I got mixed feelings about it. And I kind of want to echo what Austin Rivers was saying. Because I see, I, see, I see both sides. I see what Kyrie was saying. But I also see what guys like Austin Rivers was also saying. Kyrie is basically saying, you know, the owners is making all of this money. And, you know, why should we go out and play? I mean, he's not wrong for saying that. But I'm not, I'm, he's not. that's basically what he was saying. It's not exactly what he said, but that's basically what he was saying. You know, it's going to take the attention off of what's really going on. And to counter that, a guy like Austin Rivers said, "We the, the season should resume. And not only should it resume, but by resuming, People that are making the money, they can still use that platform and they're getting checks so they can they can use their platform to pour into what's going on in the world today. They can pour into Black Lives Matter and other movements like that. And a lot of the guys in the NBA aren't getting a check right now. I believe Clutch Sports and the clients under Clutch Sports are the only guys who getting who got their money. They got their money up front. And Austin Rivers was also saying 99% of the NBA has not made the same amount of money that Kyrie Irving has made. Kyrie Irving is on his second large deal. He signed a, a deal right before LeBron James came back to town. And now he just he's on a he's gonna be on the second year. Well he's still on the first year of a max deal with the Brooklyn Nets. So not many players have made that type of money. And a lot of guys do need those checks. You know what I'm saying? Guys like uh, I was talking to my guy B. Jones the other day. I said guys like Quinn Cook. Uh, I was talking to my guy Darius about it too. Guys like Quinn Cook, they haven't made that type of money. Um, I know Dwight Howard speaking out against it too, but he made a lot of money back in his day. Um, you know, that Rockets deal, Orlando, he was making a lot of money. A lot of guys in the league aren't making that money. You might have about three max players per team and then a couple of role players who are handsomely paid. But the role players, like the other role players and the other guys at the bottom of the bench, they need these checks, man. They they're not getting they're not getting the same amount of money that Kyrie Irving has made. So those are my thoughts on the whole thing. Like I said, nobody's wrong. I know a lot of people are ripping Kyrie for it, and a lot of people are saying you don't just not show up to work and stuff like that. But 
I mean, I'm more so on the Austin Rivers side. But like I said, man, he Kyrie's not wrong for saying what he's saying and, and how he feels. But, excuse me. And also, Austin Rivers was saying that basketball would be a good distraction. Not a bad distraction, but a good distraction because you can still spread awareness to what's been going on in our country, in our world today. Next question. Do you think Cap will get back in the league? Uh... I don't know, man. I don't think so, bro. But I would love to see it. Um, next question. How do you think the NFL season will play out with coronavirus? Some Cowboys recently tested positive. I also saw some Texans did, too. And we've seen some college football teams shut down workouts because players got the virus. Um, I think... I still think we'll have a season with no fans. But obviously, we don't know yet. We're still in June. Uh, we really won't know. We really won't know, man. But I definitely think we'll have a season. I think everything will still be closely monitored and extra precautions will be, you know, taking place. Um, you know, football teams are a very large team, man. You have a 53-man roster, so that's more people that you have to, you know, cater to and be aware of. I'm optimistic that we will have a season, though. But, I mean, that's interesting, man. You know, college has definitely been shutting down. Um, some Cowboys players, including Zeke, who I just talked about earlier, have also got coronavirus. So, we're just going to have to see, honestly, man. You know, a lot of stuff in the country is opening back up. But, like I said, it's not totally safe yet. But we just got to see, B. Jones, man. I think that's a great question. How do you feel about the Redskins getting a Hispanic coach, first of all, and now a black female assistant coach? Great question, Auntie. Um, I think it's great, man. Um, Ron Rivera is in the minority, um, you know, Hispanic coach. And Ron Rivera's a really good coach too, man. Not not just the fact that he's Hispanic, but he's a really, really good coach and an excellent defensive mind. So, you know, I'm always glad to see the minorities get their shot. And then on the counter, and then well, the second part of your question was, how do I feel about um, them getting a female black assistant? I think that's great, man. I think that's great. Not just not just that she's black, but you know it's a beautiful thing, and also just to see women getting into the um, getting into NFL is great too. Um, I think the 49ers have a female assistant coach, and in the NBA there's quite a few. So I'm glad to see it, man. I think is I think it's a beautiful thing. Do the Dolphins start Tua week one if he's healthy? I think so. I think so, man. You took him fifth overall. I know it's not necessarily a rush. But I think I think I think that's your guy, man. And if he's fully healthy, you got you, you might have to. You might have to. Thoughts on college football coaches being exposed, how their coaches handle black athletes. Um Yeah, man. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. Um Dabo Sweeney um hasn't really I guess, I guess when you see people that are in these, how do I want to say this? That are in these high positions of power, you want to see better, and you want to see them speak out and support, you know, what's going on. The vast majority of football players are black. I believe the NFL is about seventy percent black, and then obviously they have to play at a college to make it to that level. So you would think, and you would hope that just more people are just speaking up and speaking in support cuz i know i mean i know it could be i know it could be a distraction but you have to you have to stand up to it man you have to step up to the plate and back up back up your team most of your team is black you have to back it up man you you really have to back it up man and i can see exactly why people are upset about it and like B. Jones said, man, a lot of people are just being exposed at this point. Like, if I was coming out, like, if I was a, a top athlete, I don't know if I would want to go to Clemson anymore, man. I would just want my coach, whoever that is, whoever's recruiting me, to be in full support of everything that's going on. Literally everything that's going on, man. Black Lives Matter, etc., man. I would that That's the type of support I would want. And... It's just kind of crazy that these people that are in positions of power are just not really being 
as supportive or not even or not being supportive at all. It, it's kind of disheartening, man. Also, do you think the Skins move had anything to do with the Nats hiring a Hispanic coach and winning the World Series? Um, I don't think I don't think it played a major part in it. I mean, the Nats did just win a Super Bowl with David Martinez, as you mentioned. But I just think, I think Ron Rivera was the best available coach out there on the market that the Redskins could have gotten. And then we heard stuff about, you know, Urban Meyer. But I wasn't really buying that. Mike McCarthy, Marvin Lewis. But I think Ron Rivera was the best available coach they could have gotten. And I, and I don't think that, you know, your question is out of the realm. I think, it, you know, that could have played a role in it for sure. Um, oh, nice question. With Oklahoma State getting a one-year postseason ban, what do you see happening to the schools with bigger infractions? I think, I think, I think that's, I think that might be the gateway to seeing more schools get banned um, from postseason play, man. I really like that question. Um, but I definitely, I definitely could see that, man. You, you, you just, you're just going to see more schools getting bans. And I think that you may see schools getting, you know, longer bans. You know, Oklahoma State, they're getting banned for one year. I think, you know, schools with these, you know, bigger allegations and bigger infractions could definitely see at least the same thing at the bare minimum. My guy William checked in, man. What's up, bro? How do you feel about people upset that Cam Newton keeps posting workout videos instead of, instead of, trying to speak with teams here's the thing about cam newton and which is very very unfair i feel like cam newton has gotten a very bad rap and people just be nitpicking everything he does like, i feel like people were talking about how he's playing pickup games with quavo and stuff like that i mean on, let me see the rest of your question i don't i don't i don't know why people are always so overly emotional when it comes to Cam Newton. It's like they have a, a, a problem with every single thing that he does. It, it it's, it's just weird to me. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's really it's really baffling. It's kind of baffling, man. It really is. Um, I don't know why people are really tripping off of it. But, I mean, what's to say he isn't speaking with teams, you know, privately? Just because it's not being publicized does not mean that he's not speaking with teams. So I don't know why people are so upset, man. I really don't. Let's see. Are more players going to start being owners to soccer teams like Katie and Braun? Yeah, uh, Kobe had did it. I don't want to say like Kobe did it first, but Kobe was with like Liverpool, I believe. But I definitely could see it, man. I definitely could see it. And, and it's a wise investment. It's a wise investment too, man. Um, soccer is one of the largest sports, you know, in the world, man. It's a it's a global thing. It's, it's a real global and it's an international thing. And I think it's smart to, you know, become an investor and become a part owner of a, a soccer club, man, a football club. So, shouts out to KD. Shouts out to LeBron, man. I definitely think that's a trend, though. Let's see. Going along with postseason bans, how will recruiting be affected? Let's see. Players like Ben Simmons, Markel, etc. have proven... That postseason success is irrelevant when it comes to moving to the next. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. If you're good, if you're a special type of player, you're going to make it to the league, bro. You're going to make it to the league. Oklahoma State, like, they're, they're a solid program. They're not great. It's not like a Duke or a Carolina or a Arizona or a Kansas. It's not like a program like that. You know, it's definitely still a um, you know, big-time school, and you know, considering, you know, the conference they're in. But it would definitely affect recruiting in a sense. Like some some, some guys want to play in the postseason. That's what some guys relish the opportunity to do, you know. But I don't think I don't think it'll affect it that much. I mean, it's gonna definitely hurt Oklahoma State for sure. But it's not gonna hurt it that much, man. If you're if you if you're truly a special prospect, you have no problem, man. Like you said, you hit the nail on the head. Ben Simmons didn't make the tournament. Markel Falls team, his team was trash at Washington. He still got drafted number one overall, you know. As long as you do your thing, man, as long as you out there balling, bro, you'll get to your destination.
Let's see. Only team to keep talking to Jadavian Clowney is the Browns, but his price is higher than what they are offering. Do you think he will get a deal done? I think he'll get a deal done with somebody. I don't know who. I think the Browns would be a good fit. Um, he would be on the opposite side of Miles Garrett. That would be quite scary. And um, that would be a big-time move for the Browns, man. The Browns are on paper, man. They look good, man. But I'm hoping that that is a team that can they can put it all together, man. I'm hoping they can. I believe their estimated win total is at 8.5. A lot is contingent on the play of Baker Mayfield. They have a, you know, a new head coach. They have, they just have to get it together. They just have to put it all together. And I think, I think they can, man. I think they can. I think Clowney would be a nice pickup, though. Because I think it all starts up front, man. It starts in the trenches. They did address that uh, with the offensive line. They got Jack Conklin. Um, they got um, the tackle, um, Jedrick Wills. Um, it starts up front, man. It starts up front. So, Think Clowney, that'd be a nice pickup, man. If they do get a deal done, I know he's trying to get that bag, but I mean, why not? You know, sign up, prove it type deal. I think that'll be. I think that'll do him. You know, just fine. Any more questions, man? Any more questions? I know a lot has happened, so you know everybody's probably drawing a blank, man. But I do appreciate all the questions tonight, man. It's been some good ones. Ooh, I like this. Can the Titans repeat the successes of last season? Hmm. <laughs> I want to say no, but it's hard for me to it's hard for me to say no. It's hard for me to say no. Now they did go to the AFC Championship. I don't know if they'll make it back there. I think you know if they see the Ravens again, the Ravens will be ready. I like what they did this off season. Um, I definitely think that, you know, they could still be a playoff team, man. The Texans, um, they're, in my opinion, they're trending downwards after what the moves that they made over the offseason. Still have some solid pieces, but I definitely think the Titans could win a division this year again. They won it last year, right? Nine and seven, yeah. So, I mean, it's not out the realm, man. It's not out the realm. You know, Derrick Henry, he came on strong as uh, late last year. I think if he, you know, has a red-hot start. And I don't know, man. It just seems inevitable that the Titans would go 9-7. and seven. I think that's a bigger question, man. <laughs> would the Titans finish with a better record than 9-7? and Because they went 9-7 and seven in the last four years. Um, but we'll see, man. I, th I definitely think they could repeat that. I don't know if they can go back to the AFC Championship, man. But the AFC, outside of the Chiefs and Ravens, is still, it's still, it's still wide open. Um, does it make sense for the NFL to have fans, even if it is part of the stadium? Mm. I mean, if they do decide to have fans, I think it has to do with money. And I think it has to do, definitely has to do with money. But I think, I think they could do it, man. Because I remember I um echoed this maybe a, a couple of, couple of episodes ago, the, the Dolphins were planning on, the Dolphins were planning on having 15,000 fans in their 60,000 seat stadium. And they wanted to do stuff like have separate, you know, entrances and exits. And as you leave the stadium, you have to exit church style. So like row by row to create less havoc. So, if more teams want to take that approach, then I think we could see it. But we, we just have to see, man. We'll just have to see. But I don't know, man, because, you know, you're taking a risk. You know, it's a lot of people, you know. It's a lot of people. And, you know, COVID is still very much a real thing. And, you know, it's been said that a second wave will come around of COVID in, like, September. So, we just... We really just got to see. A lot of stuff we're just playing by ear. And like I said, we'll see. Can you see Deshaun Watson go the same route as Andrew Luck if he doesn't get offensive help? Well, they've addressed the offensive line. They got Laramie Tunsil. It's gotten better. It's still not perfect. You know, in a perfect scenario, he would be on a... I think the Colts have the best O-line up there with the Cowboys. 
And um, Steelers O-line is nice too. Eagles have a solid one. But, no, I could definitely see it. I could definitely see it, man. Um, Andrew Luck, see the Colts, the Colts, what they did, he had some solid weapons, but his O-line was terrible. It was awful. Like, the Colts just started to get a good offensive line. I, as in, like, recently, like as in, like, two last two, three years, they've been doing real, really well at addressing that. So, you know, it sucks that the Texans traded DeAndre Hopkins. But, you know, if we, I, I feel like a lot may be contingent on this year. And what happens with Deshaun Watson and the Texans, how much success will they have? We just had to see, man. We just got to see, man. But I'm I'm still a person that is really, really against that DeAndre Hopkins trade, man. But shout out to the Cardinals, though, man. That's a nice move for them. And we just got to see, man. But, but no, I could, def I could definitely see it, man, for sure, man. A guy retiring early. Could definitely see it, man. What else do we have? Got any more questions, family? A lot of stuff has happened in the world in general and also in the sports world. You know, Drew Brees, Malcolm Jenkins speaking out about it. Um, NBA coming back. Surprised nobody asked me about that. I got asked about what Kyrie said in response to that. But, um, yeah. Uh, next question. Just got asked another question with my guy Jalen. Do the Bucks have a realistic chance at the Super Bowl with Brady? I think when you have a guy like Tom Brady, you definitely have a chance. Now, the NFC is way more loaded than the AFC, man. Like I said, the AFC is only only really, you know, two clear-cut teams in the AFC. You got the Chiefs, got the Ravens. The Titans were in the AFC Championship a year ago. And Bills is a solid team. So I like the Bills, man. But the NFC, you have a bevy of teams, man. And I'm not even just talking about the heavy hitters. I'm not talking about the teams like the Saints and the 49ers. I'm talking about the Eagles, the Cowboys. Like, the Buccaneers have the Saints in their division. They have um, the Panthers. Are solid. I, I think they're going to be bad, but not horrible. Like, But they're going to be a tough out. Um, the Falcons, they were a tough out. You got the Packers still. You have the Vikings. You had the Lions who will be a tough out. I'm not saying the Lions are a contender by any means, but I'm just saying the NFC is tough. And then not even get to the NFC West. You got the 49ers, the Rams, the Cardinals, and the Seahawks. The NFC is just so loaded, man. It's so loaded. So do I think the Bucks have a realistic chance. I mean, we have Tom Brady. This will be Tom Brady's first time without Bill Belichick. So we have to see how that goes. But, you know, on paper, they look nice, man. Offense is looking really lovely, man. You got Mike Evans. You got Chris Godwin. You also got Gronk. And they have O.J. Howard still, Cameron Bray. We just have to see, man. We just have to see. I think, but like I said, the NFC is loaded, man. It's loaded with a bevy of teams, man, and teams who... Are proving to be a tough out, man. I didn't even talk about the Bears. They're tough. They're gonna be a tough out for sure, man. They're just a couple of years removed away from winning the division. So NFC is just it's just loaded, man. It's a gauntlet. It's 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 a gauntlet. So next question. My thoughts on the Breeze comments, man. I just felt like he shouldn't have said that, man. He shouldn't have said that, man. There was nobody. You can make the argument that there was nobody more loved in their city at a point in time. Than how Drew Brees was loved in New Orleans, especially after they won the Super Bowl, man. Drew Brees was the most loved guy in the state of Louisiana. And people were chanting, F Drew Brees, F Drew Brees. So I just thought they were unnecessary. Like, what are you even saying that for? You know, like, why why are you even why are you even saying that, bro? Why why put yourself in a position and then to come back and apologize for it? That's just not sincere. It's just not sincere to me. So I lost respect for Drew Brees, man, if you want me to keep it 100 with you. Do, do I think the Saints will be fractured after his comments? I don't know, man. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, excuse me, these guys are paid professionals and they're paid to do a job. So you still have to go out there and be professional. Now, obviously that hasn't played well. Um, guys like Malcolm Jenkins have spoken up and said, you know, Drew Brees should have just shut the F up and stuff like that. 
Um, I know people were making jokes saying like his O line isn't gonna block for him, but come on, man, let's get real, man. A lot th these guys are paid professionals at the end of the day, so it could fracture the Saints to a, to a degree, to a small degree. I'm not saying that's impossible to not happen, but at the end of the day, these guys are professionals. What do you think about Trent Williams no longer playing with the Skins? I think it's a a breath of fresh air, man. Um, excuse me. I don't like how Bruce Allen played hardball with Trent Williams, but he's no longer with the Redskins. Obviously, Trent Williams didn't want to be around. So if he didn't want to be around, go ahead and trade him away. Um, you know, obviously, they could have got more value last year. But Bruce Allen just wanted to play hardball and be just be just be a bad businessman. You know what I'm saying? Not do what's in the best interest of the team. A player wanted to go. He should have traded him. You know, it was said that the Redskins probably could have got a first-round pick out of that, man. They ended up getting, like, a fifth and something. Some, just something like that. A fifth and basically what I'm saying is they got not even close to the value of a first-round pick. So, but I think for the 49ers, though, man, that's a, that's a good look, man. Left tackle Joe Staley just retired, and they go get Trent Williams, man. Yes, Trent Williams is a, a year older, but his body is fresh, man, after not playing for an entire year. I think that's... At the end of the day, man, I think it was right for both teams. I mean, both sides to part ways. And I'm excited for the next chapter. I'm excited for this, what the Skins uh, season going to look like. And I'm excited for Trent Williams, man, getting to play on a contender, man. Because he's one of the best left tackles to ever play the game. Definitely one of the best left tackles of this generation. Chances, the Saints wide receiver, tight ends, running backs, let Breeze know they, they don't want to play with him during games. Blatantly dropping passes. I don't I don't know if it gets that far. Um, maybe early in the season you might see stuff like that. But like I said, man, these guys are all professionals, man. They they have a job to do and you know they have a livelihood, man. You know what I'm saying? They have families to feed and stuff like that. And just doing stuff like that, man, could cost you your job. So I don't know, man. I don't I really don't know. What NBA team or team do you wish could have made it in this comeback season? Nobody, because the teams pretty much they were they expanded the field, so I don't really wish anybody would have made it. Um, to answer your question, man, I, nobody, nobody. Um, thoughts on the Dalvin Cook holdout, man? I think, I think. I think his holdout is wild, man. It's it's not on the level as Melvin Gordon's holdout because I thought it was pointless. But, I mean, this is a guy who has injury history, man. And he's, he's demanding Christian McCaffrey money. And Christian McCaffrey is the Carolina Panthers, if we're being honest. He's the heart and soul. He, he does everything for the Panthers. When he retires, he'll probably be the NFL all-time, all-purpose yards leader. Like, he... He does everything for the Panthers, and Dalvin Cook is asking for McCaffrey money. You're tripping, bro. You're tripping. So I don't really understand the point of the holdout. They have a really good year last year, but come on, bro. Come on, bro. Hopefully they get a deal done, man, but holding out, man, come on. Um, I slap. I didn't even see that. I didn't even see that. My um, cousin Nisha J just checked in. What's up, Janisha? How you doing? I didn't even see that slap. I didn't even see that, man. I'm sorry. Um, The Skins have made a lot of off-season moves, including getting a lot of young players. How long do you think it will take for them to be a contender? <laughs> <laughs> um, remains to be seen. Um, A contender? Five years? Ten years? I don't know. But let me first say this. I love the I love the selection of Chase Young. That's my guy. A big shout out to Chase. A big shout out to his family, man. I actually got to chill with his dad the other day. Um, but big shout out to big shout out to Chase. I like that selection. I think he is a guy that is a guy you can build around, man. He's a, he's one of those cornerstone pieces and he instantly elevates the defense. So I like that like that from that standpoint. You know, previous draft, you got Terry McLaurin, Dwayne Haskins. 
Um, a lot, a lot is contingent on the success of Dwayne Haskins. I think he is a guy that needs pieces around him to succeed. His former college coach, Urban Meyer, said this. He kind of said this like a, a month ago or two in an article. And we just got to see, man. Excuse me. We just, we just have to see, man. I th- but I definitely think they're ways away from being a contender, though, for sure. Um, you know my team is the Spurs, and I know they weren't playing very well. Well, they yeah, they, they, so the Spurs are one of the teams who were invited to Orlando, and it kind of seems right. You know what I'm saying? It kind of seems right because the Spurs have been such a such a great team for so many years, and it just seems right, man. I know they weren't playing well, and it's just kind of cause. It's just a big talent gap, man. They have DeMar DeRozan. They got LaMarcus Aldridge. But then, you know, those are their two best players. And then you look at a team like the Lakers. Their two best players are LeBron James and Anthony Davis. You look at the Clippers. Their two best players are Kawhi Leonard and and Paul George. You look at the Rockets. Their two best players are James Harden and Russell Westbrook. Like, you see where I'm getting at here? Like, but it does feel right and it does feel admirable that the Spurs were one of the teams invited to Orlando. So it's a good look, man. It's a good look, man. Uh, shout out to Jazz. She just pulled up, man. She just came through, man. It is it is pretty live, man. Like my man B. Jones said, we live in the pot, man. Um, you know, I'm back off uh, a two-week delay. <laughs> I'm back off a two-week hiatus, man. But it's good to be back, man. I'm really glad that everybody's in here tonight. It's a lot of people in this thing, man. I appreciate everyone, every single one of you guys coming through. I got about 15, maybe 15 to 17 minutes before IG Live kicks me off because they only let you stay up for an hour. I wish they could like let you make like a setting if you want to stay up for a certain amount of time. But I mean, that's cool, man. The momentum usually dies after they try to kick me off. But I appreciate you guys being here with me tonight, man. If we got some more questions, that'll be lovely. And we just got another question, man. PS5 thoughts, man. Those graphics is looking crazy, Jalen. I'm on the P4, so I'm going I'm to definitely have to make that move, man, eventually. Um, but it looks good, man. It looks great. Um, all the games that are coming out look great, man. I watched the whole reveal on YouTube. So it looks great, man. I'm going to cop one. Um... Will any other leagues bite the bullet and do what the WNBA did? Full pay shortened season. Ooh, that's tough, man. That's tough. I know the WNBA, they don't pay out a lot of money. Um, they just they just got a new CBA. Um, but I, I, th- I think we might see that, man. I don't think the MLB would do that again. I mean, I don't think we'll do that. I'm sorry. I don't think the MLB would do that. But, I mean, we'll see, man. I like what the WNBA did, man. They will have a shortened season. It starts up. I think July, I believe it's July, but we just got to see, man. I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I love the WNBA. Let me just say that straight up, man. I love the WNBA. WNBA I'm a huge advocate for it. Um, So I'm excited for the WNBA to come back. I feel like that's not being talked about as much or as, as much as it should be, man. Take it from me, man. Sit in front of your TVs. Watch WNBA, please. I know, you know a lot of people that are watching me are from the, you know, DMV. So they got to see a little bit of Mystics basketball last year. But but the WNBA is a really good league, man. It's a really good league. You got the Sparks. You got the Connecticut Sun. You have the Phoenix Mercury. They should be good. They have Scarlett Dickens joining their team. You got the Seattle Storm. You got Brianna Stewart coming back, returning to that team. WNBA is pretty much loaded. Every team is, is good besides, like, the Liberty. <laughs> And um, the Indiana Fever, like the league is good, man. It's a great league. Who will get contract first, Derrick Henry or Dak? And I appreciate you, family. Appreciate you, Lex, man. Appreciate you for the love. Um, appreciate that, man. And, y- and y'all go check out my cousin's YouTube channel, man. Uh, she has a um, especially my ladies, but my fellas, y'all can check it out too, man. Our YouTube YouTube channel is you know many faces of Lex. Make sure I go check that out, man. Make sure I go give her a sub, man. Tell her, you know, 
comment and say Mike sent you <laughs> in her comments, man. But um, yeah, go check her out, man. Um, she's a beautiful young lady. Not just saying that because she's my cousin. She's very passionate about what she does. And y'all should go check her check her stuff out, man. Especially to my ladies. But fellas, y'all go give her a sub too, man. You know, you know, let everybody know, man. Mike sent you, man. Um, next question. Who will get a contract for Derrick Henry or Dak? I don't know. I don't know, man. Running backs, it's tough to see them get paid. They don't really get paid like that. Um, and Derrick Henry's not even top five. It just depends on what kind of deal he's willing to take. Dak is pretty much being greedy. And I, I don't know, man. I, I wanted to say Derrick Henry for some reason. I don't know why, but I'll say Derrick Henry. Because Dak is asking for crazy money. Like He's asking to be paid like... Russell Wilson and bro ain't Russell Wilson. He y'all both black, but <laughs> he ain't Russell Wilson, man. Um, next question: One of my Celtics gonna win another title? Um, I don't know. I'll be a. I don't know. <laughs> I'll, if you're asking me, do I see them winning the title in the foreseeable future? I do not. Um, their best player is Jason Tatum. On some nights, um, this season a lot of nights, but Kimba Walker, man, I just. I just don't know, man. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see Kimber Walker on a bigger stage in the postseason. Like he's, he made the playoffs a couple of times in Charlotte, but the Celtics are a really good team. I don't know, man. I do like Jalen Brown, though, man. Um, and Jason Tatum, of course, one of my favorite players. But I don't think the Celtics are going to win a title anytime soon, man. No disrespect. It's just how I feel. Um, I appreciate you, Auntie, man. I appreciate, you know, all your... All your support, man. Your wise words. I really appreciate that. Um, who do and let you already know, man. You're welcome. Next question. Who does this break help the most? Clippers or the Lakers? Mm. I'm going to say. I don't know. It's tough. It's tough because the Lakers, before the season stopped, they were hitting their stride. They were getting... Some great chemistry going. They just picked up Marcus Morris. I mean, Markeith Morris, rather. Um, Deion Waiters had yet to be integrated. But they were playing with some really, really good basketball, man. They had beat the Clippers. They had beat the Bucks. Um, they were playing some really, really good basketball. But also, you got to look at, this is an older team. And it's a, a veteran team outside of Kyle Kuzma and... and um. Quinn Cook, guys like that, Alex Caruso, the team is a veteran team. So I think when you look at it, depends on how you look at it. I'm going to just say that. Depends on how you look at it. If you want to look at how they were playing before the break, if you want to look at, you know, they're getting well-needed rest. I would say I would say hope the Lakers more, though. I would say that, man, just because they're an older ball club. But they were playing some really great basketball at the time of the shutdown. Do... The Hawks give Collins the max he's asking for. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. John Collins is a really nice young player, man. Really nice up-and-coming star. And I know you asked because you're a Hawks fan. I don't know if... They, I don't know. I, I, I don't know, man. They might have to just because, I mean, that's a really talented young player. And he's been putting up numbers, too. I don't know, bro. I don't know, man. I think they do, though. I, I don't know why. I just I just feel like they will. I don't know why. Who does 16 seed playoffs hurt more, Milwaukee or Houston? Well, if that does happen, that hurts. I don't know, man. I don't know. I guess I guess the Rockets. I guess the Rockets. Great question. What do you think about the possibility of not being a baseball season because there's no agreement that has been reached as of yet? I think it's honestly weird, man. Cause I and, I, and it kind of it kind of sucks too. Cause I just really started to get into baseball as in the last couple of years, man. I was really hyped that the Yankees got Garrett Cole. I was really excited to see the Nationals try to defend their crown, even though they lost guys like Anthony Rendon. And um, Gerardo Parra, I was, 
but more, more importantly, Anthony Rendon. I was more, really excited just to see because I really started to get into baseball. I watched a lot of baseball last year, believe it or not. Um, I I wouldn't be surprised if there's not any baseball, man. I really wouldn't be surprised. Let's see, we're in June now. Next month will be the All Star break. If you know the season were going on right now, I don't know. It's it'll just be really really weird if you ask me. To not see any baseball going on. Um, next question. With twenty twenty being a weak draft and free agent class, should the Hawks scrap next season and wait? Yeah, yeah, for sure, man, for sure. I'm interested to see who the Hawks would draft. Like, what pick they would get? Would they get like a James Wiseman, R.J. Hampton, Lamelo Ball, Anthony Edwards? That would be interesting to see. For real, for real, man. But I think they should just wait, man. A free agency crop isn't really big. Anthony Davis is obviously going to opt out, but he's going to resign with the Lakers. The, the the crop isn't really, it's not that great. It's not that great. So, yeah, they should definitely wait, man. I think Oladipo is going to be free agent 2021. Giannis. So, 2021 should be a prime year for the Hawks to spend some money and build around Trey Young. Does Houston have a legit shot at the championship? I think they have a shot. A bigger shot than more people give them credit for, if that makes sense. Like, they have Russell Westbrook. They have James Harden. I know a lot of people say that they'll probably crumble. And when they play a good team, which they probably will, you know, play run into the Lakers or the Clippers, not going to win. But, you know, if they catch some breaks, yeah, they have a legit shot. They got, they, But they got to catch some breaks, though. As, you know, currently constructed, they don't. As currently constructed, they don't have a legit shot, though. I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that. James Harden is, is magnificent. Russell Westbrook is as well. Um, and I'm curious to see how that small ball stuff going to work in the postseason, too. Um, <laughs> hey, Slap, you funny, bro. Hey, you funny. But I know you. I, I know who, I know how you are, so, like, you, he's, like, kind of serious as well. Uh. I think Gerardo Parr was almost as important to the Nats' success because once Gerardo Parr came to the Nats and the baby shark, man, the baby shark thing, they started to take his momentum. The team just got new life and they started to have more fun. Uh, but Rendon had an MVP caliber year last year. So, hope I answered your question. What's up, Ty? How you doing? How you doing, man? I got the frames on tonight. I got them on, man. I want to do something different, though. I want to. I usually drink wine when I'm on here, or I drink something, but I'm just drinking frozen lemonade from Popeyes. And I said, you know what? Let me, let me throw on the glasses. Let me throw on. These are prescription too, by the way. These are diesel prescription. Um, I, I wear them sometimes, though. Not not as much as I should. Um, with the shape Tom Brady is in. And if he has a winning season, how much longer do you think he'll play? So he signed a two-year deal worth $50 million. It depends on the success, but I don't see him playing after this deal. I just don't. He wilding if he plays after this deal. But it depends on, you know, what type of success the Buccaneers have. Any more questions? IG Live is getting ready to kick me off. So I will just talk. I'll just continue to answer questions until I hit that two-minute mark. So let's see, man. Let's see. We've covered a lot tonight, man. Great questions. Appreciate everybody coming through and being real interactive, man. And I, I got some people missing too, but like this has been some real, real fun stuff. But before I go, um, my guy Jalen Hunter, you see him in the comments as I'm saying, though. He has a podcast titled The Unpopular Podcast, and he's getting ready to hit a major milestone, and he's getting ready to hit his 100th episode, and to make the 100th episode special, he's doing things a little different tonight. He will be going on IG Live at 10 p.m., so if you want to check that, check him out, you know, an hour after I'm done at 10 p.m., make sure I go check him out, man. We've done some content together, man. Um, our last episode that we did was on his show a couple months ago, but we've done a lot of work in the past, man. So if you're looking for another podcast to check out, somebody else to, you know, show love to, uh, go, go watch my man, Jalen Hunter, man. 
Um, he is in the comments. You see him. I'm saying though. And yeah, he has a show called The Unpopular Podcast. And he has his 100th episode coming up. So make sure y'all go check him out, man. Go show him some love, man. 100 episodes isn't easy to do. I'm sure, you know, when he started this podcast journey, he probably didn't think he would get to 100 episodes, man. But, you know, he stayed down. He put in the consistent work. And he made it up there, man. So congratulations on your milestone, brother. Any more questions, though, before I shut down? Any more questions, man, before I shut down and turn on that PS4? <laughs> Let me know something. No problem, my guy. No problem, man. Any more questions? We covered a lot. We covered Kyrie Irving's comments. We covered Drew Brees' comments. We covered the NBA returning. We covered some NFL stuff. We covered a lot, man. I really love you guys' energy tonight, man. I really, really love it. So, I think I'm just going <laughs> to... I think I'm going to leave on a high note, man. Because I'm really happy and I'm thrilled, man. I really, really appreciate you all. This is a fun episode, man. This is episode number 133 of Curry the Pot. I'm your host. I'm your guy, Mike Curry. I'm signing out. If you did come in on the second half of the episode, this will be up. This will be on IGTV. Episode will be out in a couple of days. Peace and love, everybody, man. Again, go check out my man Jalen Hunter at 10 p.m. Unpopular Podcast. My man, I'm saying, though, go check him out. Uh, episode number 133 is done. Peace. Love you guys. <laughs>